Gus Warland, Jude Bolton and Wendell Saylor. This is the Triple M Rush Hour. Welcome to the Rush Hour. Gus, Jude and Wendell, follow us on our socials at Rush Hour Triple M. Jude Bolton, how are you? Going really well, lads. Uh, a bit wet outside, but it's, uh, it's yeah, been... It's been crappy weather the last it. few days, hasn't it? How, about, how are you going, big man? I'm going good. When it gets wet, i got a little bit cray-cray, so I like it. I stayed in today, but then you know when you get out and you just oh, want to... Your energy levels are up. And you know what? I just want to have a really big week. I want to go out with a bang. Yep, absolutely right. Bit of sad news around Sam Kerr. Well, what's wrong? Well, she's out for the next couple of matches for the Matildas in terms of their uh, qualifications. Oh, out, of the stuff. out of the friendlies, exactly. Basically, oh. Sam Kerr's got an injury, and Chelsea has said she's not available for selection. Oh, so, so just like the World Cup, she's not, she's not available for like the first couple well, of games. That's well, didn't in the end it worked out okay, didn't she? And she did, got that did, miracle goal against England. Did it really? She's just got engaged though, Christy Lewis. That's yeah, right from the, from the states. What, are you bagging Sam Kerr? No, but I'm just saying, did it really work out? Because the focus was all on Sam, like. You know, like the, the oh, girls mate. did a good job. Like, I don't I think you want to go down this hole. There's mate. a lot of pressure. Yeah, on I, there, I think I, if I want to go there, I will go there. I love Sam Kerr, but what about Mary Fowler? She was the star of that team. Mary, that's true. Mary Fowler was bloody good. There's no doubt about it. Uh, what about um, what about this little jingle that we hear now? Because we're mm. giving some hands away. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Every caller that gets put to wear this week will be awarded a Christmas ham, all thanks to our mates at the Meat Man Wholesale Meats, Norellan. Premium quality without the price and awarded best butcher at the 2023 Australian Small Business Award. So we love you guys. We really appreciate it. And the ham's been absolutely going <laughs> off. So make sure you're a part of the show. Give us a call when we ask and uh, tell us some great stories and we'd That's love to we love. give you a ham as well as having a lot of laughs with you. Our listeners, the best in the business. It's time for this. Yeah, Nat Butcher signs a three-year extension with the Roosters. Good young kid. His brother's there as well, Dell. That's a good solid one for the Roosters. Pardon? Nat Butcher signing with the Roosters. Three-year extension. Has he really? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a good player. Yeah, no, I do. I do like him. Are you okay? Yeah, Did you I just am. have a stroke? I am. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen you. No, I'm thinking about Fletcher Baker. So, well, Fletcher <laughs> Baker went to the Broncos. I know, that's right. Yeah, yeah we had to let him go. Yeah, I know. Why we can't keep him all, mate. We can't know, keep him all. Why is that? Yeah, he's a good player. But, yeah, they're both... They're both good players, the brothers. I, yeah. just, I just had a vision of uh, Wayne ben, Bennett coaching you then and just going, Dell, what, what's going on? And <laughs> no. then, sure enough, you just come to the party yeah, after that. Yeah, thank you, mate. Thank you. So I'm thinking Roosters and I'm the, those That's okay. Reports. It's no yeah. problem. Yeah. So, Nat Butcher, yep. he signed a three-year yep. extension. Is it. that a good call? It's, oh, look, I think it's a good call. I think they need to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> mate. I was hey, mate, little... Trent Robinson's the coach. <laughs> yeah. I... And Tedesco's the number <laughs> one. Colors, He's the captain. Colors. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Uh, I was a bit sorry. They play at Alliance Stadium. Yeah, mate. Yeah. It's a good signing, mate. The, the, yeah. uh, the butcher boys are good. Um, next year, I we know. We kept the butchers, the baker's gone. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's one of the special parts of the NRL season, Magic Round. And I tell you what, it gets a bit better with the Women's State of Origin opening Magic Round, mate. Yeah, it, it'll be great because this is what it should be, too. Should be three games there. And, um, you know, Magic Round is, you know, we, we all know it's. it's Footy it's fans. a fantastic it's, weekend. It's the Dragons miss out this time. They've got the bye. So how will yeah, the Dragons I, feel? Because they're not a part of it. I suppose they can have that 
extra time to really focus well, on what their season's looking like at the time. Yeah, well, the Dragons players in general won't be very happy because, mate, you want to be a part of a week like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and miss it. But you know what? They haven't won in Magic Round. So, okay. So it's probably not a bad one for them. Well, go through the, go through the games, June. Yeah. yeah, so the Raiders and the Bulldogs and then Sea Eagles, Broncos, Titans v Knights, mm. Sharks v Roosters, Rabbitohs, Cowboys, Warriors, Panthers, Storm, Eels, and then the Tigers and the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's Fantastic. a lot There's a lot of good matches in that, but, yeah. you know, you, you look at it and you think Warriors and Panthers look, you know, two top four sides from last year, absolute rippers. Sea Eagles, Manly versus the Broncos, if Tommy Turbo's playing. Well, he will be playing. No, but if he's fit, you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Gotcha. Like, I'm sure they'll pick him. I'm just wondering yeah. if he's going to be fit or not. But that's an absolute cracker. But the Maroons and Sky Blues in the ladies' first state of origin of three, yeah. to open it up is going to be an absolute ripper. Yeah, exactly. But I also like the Seagulls. It's Seagulls' home game at Suncorp Stadium, so that's good for the Broncos too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, go the Maroons. Yeah, this, this will be great. This is going to be yeah, something else. And it's good. They, they get the idea now. They know what they should be doing. And the Vegas first two matches, complete sellout in Vegas now. Oh, 65,000 yes. completely sold out. That's so that's, wow. that's a big win. And obviously they're working now on the... Yeah. On the other side of it, the business side of it. Yeah. So, have we heard any of the entertainment or what's going to happen? Not yet. Not yet. There might even be some boxing, you know, around there. They're trying to get, I think, the zoos and that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and be the UFC as well. So yeah. there's no doubt Peter Volandis is working on something, and there'll be yeah. a big there'll be a big uh, announcement shortly. You think? Yeah, he's cooking. Now Canterbury's recruitment drive is set to net another utility back. You see, Connor Tracy looked like a swap deal, Dell. Yeah. Look, I think Connor Tracy. He's look. I think Connor Tracy's a good player, and he's you know obviously good speed. But they seem to have a lot of utilities. Buying a lot of utilities. Is Gus Gould organising for the Bulldogs to have more than like thirteen players on the field at once? No, he's done a lot of recruiting. Like, where are they all going to play? I know, but they're flushing out a lot of players too. But you know, he's got a five-year deal, Soreldo. So he's starting to build what he wants. So him and Gus together, mm. it's on both of them now. But Soreldo, he's got to start getting the right players. There, Colin Tracy's a good player. There's also a play swap in there too. Yeah, so yeah Michael Primal Gabriel's yeah. gone the other way. Yes. Yeah. I don't know too much about him. Do Not you know too I. much about I him? I don't, I don't know. We'll find out a little bit more about him. That is the NRL news. We were asking the question: When did you cause? Chaos, or when did one of your mates or family members, off the back of this bloke, a driver has been filmed, uh, the embarrassing moment a motorist became stuck in the Cross City Tunnel over the weekend. The driver realised he was travelling in the wrong direction, but he had one of those big old-fashioned American cars with the big sort of trailer on the back. Yes. So when he sort of shimmied around, a left-hand drive as well, so he was all a little bit disorientated, he tried to, but he went, oh, Jesus, I'm going the wrong way. He then tried to do a Yui, but the truck was so big... And the left-hand there. ...that it actually covered both lanes and he couldn't actually move... Forward enough back. forward or back to be able to get himself around and turn back in the right direction. So he got jammed up. Jammed so he got jammed up, up and everyone, of course, got jammed up behind him. Absolutely humiliating for the poor bloke, plus embarrassing, plus the poor people stuck in the tunnel as well. How do you end up being that, like, sideways like that? It's just ridiculous. Oh, we've all been a bit sideways at some stage <laughs> or another. <laughs> I, had, I had one when I first tried to learn to ski. I'd never skied before. And I'd been out on a big night and gone up to the, the snow the skiing. Slope. You're talking yeah, about yep. snow skiing, and uh, went went up there. I'd cut my hand the night before, so everywhere I felt, I was leaving a trail of blood because I'd forgotten my gloves on the side of the mountain before going over. So I was just causing like blood everywhere. And then I got, I was that hungover that I was trying to get onto T bar. No one had explained how to get onto a T bar to go back up. Mm. So there's a huge queue, and I am holding onto it, trying to get it un- underneath. Missed that one, missed the next one, holding on, getting dragged along. My my skis fall off behind me. 
People are going. Plus you're bleeding. Plus I'm bleeding and people are going, what is this idiot doing? And I'm just going, mate, just put the helmet on. Sorry about that. Keep, yeah, the, yeah. keep the goggles on. <laughs> yeah. Head down. Looks a bit like Jude Bolton. Oh, no, nah, it couldn't be. I think I went down and had a few. Oh, mate, when I was at Sunrise years ago, uh, I had the early spot, the, you know, the early spot we do. Yeah. And uh, it was like Friday morning. So I've come from Wollongong. I'm ready to go. <laughs> and then, you know, where Cogra Hospital is in the middle. And I thought, oh, you know what? I'll just, I'll go past this fuel station. I'll get the one on that corner as you hit the corner. Mate, I conked out of fuel in the middle. Oh, no. I had to get I had to get out, so I was embarrassed. Had to get it pushed to the side. Oh. They had to cancel my spot, and then I jammed up the traffic because my car was in the middle. That's the type of stuff we're looking for. <laughs> One triple three five three. How did you cause chaos? We will take your calls, and of course, every caller mm. that gets to air gets one of these. Yep, every caller that gets put to air this week will be awarded a Christmas ham thanks to our mates at the Meat Man Wholesale Meat Norell and Premier Quality Without the Price and awarded Best Butcher at the 2023 Australian Small Business Awards. So get involved, have a bit of fun with us, get yourself a ham, happy, happy days. It's the Rush Hour, we'll take your calls on How Did You Cause Chaos next. Frank in Campbelltown, how did you uh, cause some chaos, brother? Welcome to the show. G'day, boys. Hey. Um, I got pretty tickled at me uh, coach's wake. Yeah. Um, jumped on the train eight hours later and uh, missed the stop. Uh, woke up at the, the next stop and uh, went to dive off the train and the door clipped my shoulder. I fell out the back of the fell out the train doors backwards. The doors closed on my leg and dragged me for about oh, a meter down the track uh, the platform before the guard oh. press the button and stop the train. Oh, Jeez, how banged up were you, Frank? Dragged by the train. Uh, well, I was okay, but um, they. Called two meat wagons and uh, two fire brigades, and uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty much chaos. I was chaos. barred from the main station for life. Yeah, there you go, Frankie. Yeah. I've fallen asleep on a train and woken up in Cowan plenty of times. Mm. That's probably the best you didn't way to try do and it. Jump out like yeah, that. no, I was yeah. I got woken up yeah, at the Frank, other end. Let's go to Lara. How are you, Lara? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Not too bad. How did you cause chaos? Uh, back in '91, I was engaged to get married. Wedding was all set, venue done, had the dress, the whole lot, bought a ticket, went to a different state, never went back. <gasps> you got so, cold, so... cold feet and just took off. What? How close to the wedding? Uh, no, it was that week and didn't go back. Oh. Have you spoken to your fiancé since or like? Yeah. Have... No. no. Oh. Never saw him again. Have you found someone new or not? Oh, yeah. About to celebrate 25 years, married 26 together. Well, it worked out all right. I heard the other bike did win Lotto, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. got a Ramwick. Yeah. Hey, Andy, how are you going? Good, guys. How are you? Good, Good. Want to know, how, how did you cause chaos? I was working at uh, at a restaurant. We were It was a, uh, the Wharf restaurant on the harbour there. No nice. longer exists. And we were mm. launching uh, Wendy Matthews' uh, Beautiful View album. Oh, mm. yes. Yep. And everything was set up, three-phase power and all that, and me being the uh, manager on duty, being, uh, you know, looking over the venue, I thought, oh, that, that sliding door needs to be closed a little bit more, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, or opened a little bit more. And I disconnected the whole three-phase power. To the <laughs> How did Wendy <laughs> take the, the news <laughs> that she was, had no power? <laughs> it was 10 minutes beforehand, and I'm like, where is a hole I can just jump in? Oh, man. Beautiful. We can laugh about it now, Andy. Good on you, mate. What about Jason and Darlinghurst? When did you cause some havoc, brother? How you going? Good, Thank good, Jason. Yeah, probably about 40 years ago, I went to one of the first day-night cricket games at the SCG, mm-hmm. and I uh, thought it was about to score 100, so we were near the fence, and we thought we'd run on, but they had all the security sort of blocking it every 10 foot. There was a security.
security guard. Mm. So I've yelled out streaker and the security guards look the other way and I've run on with me mate. The next thing you know, half the SCGs run on the field. There's like 3,000 people on the field <laughs> running a mark. And when they've finally got everyone off, one stump's missing. Oh. Who's got the stump, Jason? I don't know who got the stump, but they had to replace it. It was on the news. Yeah, it was pretty full on. That's great. And you started that whole thing. Yeah, you did. I started the rush, yeah. Good very on you, good. Jason. Good on you, Jason. Great callers. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. Let's talk some basketball. Our next guest had the perfect opportunity to become Australia's greatest either wicketkeeper or goalkeeper. Not because he was talented at either of those things, but because his last name is Glover. And I think we all know as Australians we would have had a field day with that one. But no, he had to play basketball. He's pretty good though. He grew up in Wollongong and they do love their b-ball down that way. So it's no surprise that he played for the Illawarra Hawks. What is a surprise though is that his dad's hamstring was used to replace his ACL after he tore it for a third time and had already used his own hamstrings to repair the first two. That is giving it all for your kids. He definitely owes his dad a kidney now. It was a wonderful <laughs> present from his dad and clearly gave him a few extra centimetres in jumping because he went on to win two NBL championships with the Sydney Kings. Please welcome to the Rush Hour, Angus Glover. Yeah, and watch the Sydney Kings as they defend their home court at Kudos Bank Arena this summer. Tickets on sale and they're selling fast. Get yours at Ticketek today. Angus, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Mate, you've been a bit of a star on our socials because Absolutely. I know uh, Dell and Jude went out and had a bit of uh, play with you a few days ago and you did this most remarkable trick shot, which now ESPN are asking you about. They want to show it. So was that just a bit a little, little bit of luck? Have you ever tried that particular shot before? Yeah, that's luck. I've tried that. Um, I used to do state camps um, for New South Wales country and you go away and you train like four or five times a day. So in between those sessions, we just mucked around and we tried <laughs> trick shots and... None of us could ever get that shot, and we tried that so much. And, um, yeah, just one of one on, on the day that we did it. And, and there's been – crew have been saying, oh, it's, it was a flu. Yeah. He's, he's done it multiple times. It was the first go. First time, he absolutely yeah. shut the game of horse so, so down. So explain, ex- explain, explain exactly what So he what did happened. a push-up at the top of the, the, the key, of basically outside the three-point line, mm. and did a push-up on the ball and flicked it behind the behind. back. It hits the backboard yesterday, and we were like, okay, that's – Game yeah. over. Like yeah. it was even better than your half court. Yeah, no, that was. I came in a bit hot. Is it? Is there a call for perhaps giving Bolton a little contract, no. just a little <laughs> mid-season, oh, give oh, your blokes a bit of a rest because he oh, he showed oh, some real form oh, there. Oh, yeah, no, sure, get him in there. Yeah. We five need him in there. Foot, five foot ten, just uh, <laughs> washed up, <laughs> banged up knees. There you go. Mate, no good. That was mate, that was enjoyable. Like you know the way that you guys are playing. You know, last couple of years, it's been such a good standard. Is it? Not just the way that you train, but the culture of, of the Sydney Kings, but also the, the fans that get there because everyone that goes there just loves it. Yeah, for sure. I think um, it's super, super fun place to play in and, and all that. And uh, I've said uh, on anything I've talked about with the Sydney Kings that um, even though they're there to get us to win championships, everyone that leaves the organisation, whenever they leave, um, whether they retire or move to a different club, become better people and that's what they preach there and all the work um, we put in obviously as basketball players but um, you see the result I think that helps us actually translate into basketball mm. you've gone back to back these past two years the the season hasn't got off to the greatest start how do you find how have you judged it thus far um, I mean at the end of the day we are sitting second on the ladder so yeah. we'll take that at yeah. this time but um, yeah we've let a couple of games slip but yeah I mean it's probably the time of year to make some mistakes and um, yeah we just uh build off uh, we had a decent I think 10 or 11 day break um, before we play Perth on Friday and yeah we're basically just uh, working on things that we need to improve and and we hit uh, the December and January months pretty hard
Can we go back to the Melbourne game? Big lead. What happens when you're sitting there and you watch the lead slowly but surely chip away when you feel like you've probably got the game in your grasp? Such a big game too, 1v2, and that rivalry too with Melbourne. Yeah, big rivalry, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't enjoyable being out there, I'll say that. Like um you see them just coming back and I think we just uh we just didn't really work out what we really wanted to get to. Obviously they were they were coming um at a rate of knots and Chris momentum, Gordy, momentum yeah, for them. Massive, massive in basketball and Chris Gordon just went off and they played our style of basketball against us and it beat us in the second half. Mm. Well, that happens. But even like uh, Perth Wildcats, mate, they're just such a good team home and away and they've set a standard for a long time. What, what's so good about their culture and, and the way that they go about themselves? Um, honestly, I think this how they've built it from the ground up almost. Um, obviously, I wasn't around 30 years ago. No. <laughs> but... Um, hearing about their history and, and everything like that, it's just a consistent, this is what you do when you go in there and everything like that. And that's what we're trying to try and do. And I think we're starting to get to that um, with the Kings over the last couple of years with what Paul Smith and, and Bogues and everyone else involved has done. They've been the standard for the past 30-odd years. So they've done something, right? Yeah. Angus, it's uh, Sean Bruce's 300th game. Uh, unbelievable effort. What have you done? Anything special for, for the celebrations? <laughs> Not yet. Um, we'll wait probably till after the game, but... Yeah, no, pretty awesome. He was uh, out of the league, I think, just before COVID and Sydney uh, gave him a chance and now he's a two-time champ and playing his 300th and um, I get to call him a, a great mate and um, no, just uh, super, super proud of him and super happy. He's an absolute champion. He was in here not long ago and just loves spending some time with him. He's just so modest, isn't he, yeah. for a bloke who's had so much success. And Sydney, we've said it many times, they love a winner and you blokes are winning. So exactly. going for three in a row and uh, we're right behind you. Angus, thank you so much for coming in oh, and yeah. thanks for giving us that absolute highlight um, the other day with the boys and stuff. So uh, I'm sure plenty of people are going to be trying that right around the world because of you. So Angus Glover, thank you very much for joining us and watch the Sydney Kings as they defend their home court at Kudos Bank Arena this summer. Tickets are selling fast. Get yours from Ticketek today. And, of course, the Wildcats in Perth on Friday. Best of luck with that. Thank you. I know it's late in the year, boys, but we're going to try a new segment. No, have you just tried to sneak this in towards the back end, just in case it flops? It's like a little, it's like a little T20, <laughs> like no one cares about. Yeah, like, like, like over in India right now. Right now. Yeah. I've even got an opener for it. Have a listen to this. Oh my God. In 2024, I foresee a larger prostate. It's crystal ball time. I'm going to come out. I'm going to. I'm going to come out with a statement, and you guys are going to have to say if it's true or false. Or false. I got it. Oh, you're doing your crystal balling. I'm throwing out stuff for you two to crystal ball. Is it? Dell got it. How did you not get it? I want to know my motivation. That's it. Okay. Well, the motivation will be when we play it back halfway through next year, and you look like a goose if you haven't got the right. Okay. Yeah. Thoughts, Get to okay? It. The Panthers are premiers for a fourth straight year. Dell. False. Jude. True. Why false? I just think it's it's hard to win four in a row. Um, I just think there'll be a couple of other teams hungry to beat them. And just, yeah. But they've been hungry to beat them for years. I know, but I think four in a row is hard to do. Parramatta Reels, you know, they try to get four in a row. This is a good squad, but I just think there's a couple of teams there ready to beat the Panthers. Your Broncos, you think, are most oh, likely? They're going to be around about, but, like, there's going to be, like, South will be in, in and around there. There'll be a couple of clubs. South didn't even make the eight. I know, but that's going to be the hunger, having Jack White in there. So, yeah. Okay, fair enough, yeah. yeah. what? If, and you're saying yes? Um, yeah, I, I am. Why? Yeah. 
Did the Hawks go four in a row or three in a row? They went three. Three in a row. Lions went three in a row. Yeah. yeah. It hasn't been done for no, a long time. And that's why too, so, okay? It's you, just, think, you think it's going to happen? Well, they just, they've yeah. found a way, even with all the Exeter players over the time. And then uh, Cleary, he's... No, Crichton's moved on. Yeah. Yep. Appy moved on, though, the year before. Yeah, so know, they've always been able Cro- to replace him. Yeah. Next. Okay. Next. The Giants are AFL champions. Oh, that's false. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, that's disrespectful no, saying false. that's false, mate. Nah, false. False. No good? No, no, I just think... Top four? Top eight? They'll be up there. They'll be up there. But not good enough to win the comp? Not quite. They're false. And if they get there, if they the grand final, mate, oh, they just get smashed. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift will get married. False. False. Why won't they? The love is in the air. Oh. Yeah, no, it's two okay. young people independently successful. Yeah, I, I, look, it's be, America. It's like a dream. They'll be like their royal family. There'll be a spectacular breakup next yep. year, and it'll be the start of a next album. That's right, exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent, it will. That's right. And look, I just, I don't think she wants to get married anyway. She just, she likes the idea of it. Yeah. Okay. Tigers get the wooden spoon for the third time running. False. Oh. Not true. the not the Richmond Tigers, oh, mate. True, true. Western Tigers, the yeah, West Tigers. West Tigers. Yeah, okay. yeah, true. No good. Benji. Like Benji. <laughs> Benji's just driven off the Gladstone Bridge. Oh, why is that go? Uh, why is that Drid? Oh, I just no, I think it. <sighs> yeah, they've struggled. They've struggled. Struggled to put it together. Okay. Head office, all the way through. <laughs> no good. Yeah. Listen, to this background music. It's, yeah, actually, it? <laughs> yeah. it's a bit creepy. What are you saying? I oh, know. I think they'll move a couple of positions. I just think. So who's your bottom? Knowing Benji. Um. <sighs> Not the Tigers. I'm Dragons. going to probably say, huh? Dragons. No, I'm oh, going to say. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to say. If you said the Dragons, you'd be in trouble. That's not the question. Move on. Let's move oh, on. No, no, no. That's not the question. Let's move no, on. That is a good point. Yeah. That is not the question. See, see, Just see avoid. See tries, he tries to take over. Don't try to take over, mate. It's not yeah. your segment, mate. Okay, yeah, two tackles is Friday, yeah. brother, okay. and that is coming back for next year because we know how much you love doing it. <laughs> Man City will get relegated to League One after 115 dramas with the FA, and they get. Shaken down a few spots. Oof. I actually, I think this is going to happen. Like the, the fact that Everton, Everton got Everton done, lost ten, 10 points. points. Yeah, yeah. But Man City going down a couple of leagues because of 115 breaches. They'll find a way to pay it off, probably. But I'm yeah. saying true. Okay, that'd be great. What do you think? Oh, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> what do you and, think? And what do you think? Let's get back to you. What do you I think? I think they'll have enough lawyers and stuff to keep themselves up there, but they might lose some points. And the last one, which one am I going to pick here? Oh, Sydney ranked the most affordable city in Australia. That's false. Oh, we know that. Geez. That's cray cray. So that's the new segment. That's not bad. I don't what do you reckon? Are yeah. so you putting that in the yeah, vault? Like, and when do we start opening up? Like yeah. towards the back end of the next yeah. year. Yeah, but I'm going to do more stuff next year as well with that. Oh, what? Yeah. It's not just a one-off. Oh, Different topics all the time. Okay. So you're yeah. basically throwing as much... Crap at the wall and see what sticks. That's yeah. what that's the segment. Is that that is that what it is? Pretty much correct, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about this boys? Fifty posties are attacked every single week by dogs in Australia. Fifty. Fifty. No wonder the per posters, week. No wonder the posters always late. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting bitten that much. Exactly. And Christmas, of course, they're now doing it on a Sunday and they're you know, there's so much going on. So fifty Incidents every single week. You remember the ACA, a current affair dog man? Have a listen to this clown. That's actually a, 
That's actually a bloke. Remember that? Yeah. We're looking for a dog noise. We thought there's nothing better than the ACA dog man. So there you go. 306 in New South Wales alone last year. Wow. Now, the suburbs which have most attacks, number two, Alexandria in New South Wales. Yep. Nepean in New South Wales and Tamworth in regional New South Wales and Rockingham and Stafford in Staffy, uh, Rockingham Staffy. In, in WA and Staffy in Queensland round up the top five. So there you go. Dara up in Queensland. Yeah, that's I know what Dara one. is. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's number uh, one. Yeah. Do you know, is that a regional sort of spot? No, that's, that's outside. That's uh, Western uh, Brisbane and that. That's there. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can understand why a there's feral a few up dogs. There? I wouldn't say feral, but I'd say yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a bit feral. You just can't say it. <laughs> um, but they're the dog attacks. Um, Stay safe, those posties. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I reckon well, give them more money. I mean, you can't just keep giving people more money, mate. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's just not how it works. Let's give it to the teachers and the nurses first. Mm. The posties can whistle. Oh at no, the it's, moment. it's not fair on the posties, but that's not that's not what they go to work for. No, that is true. Yeah, uh, my dogs can come up to the gate and look very, very attacking. Yeah. Do you get any gas readings and things like that? No, no it? gas reading or electricity readings they for just years. They estimate, That is they? estimate because they can't get in because of our dogs. But if they walk straight in, the dogs would stop. But they do look a bit menacing, so I know where you're coming from. So yeah. all the posties, we know we're big in the postie community. Yep. We send our love yeah. and best... Uh, Best, just best get best my Christmas cards through. Oh, you know? oh, just get those presents through, okay? <laughs> yeah. As quick as you can. Yeah. No attacks in Lane Cove. Yeah, no. no. In Lane Cove, I'll, eh? I'll release the hounds. Yeah. Of course, the rugby league season, we told you a little bit earlier, it sold out the opening round, the first couple of games in Vegas. Sold out 65,000. Should be a fantastic week or so in the build-up, and those two games should be absolutely chockers. But now the great expectations for the sides that finished in the bottom four, Jude. We want to run through those with Dell and Dell's going to tell us how they can improve and what the fans can look forward to, hopefully a better season for them. Well, let's start with the Wooden Spooners, West Tigers. Four wins last year, Dell. Where do you see Benji Marshall taking this team next year? Well, I think for Benji, I think obviously you, you let the corporates and all that take care of itself. Benji's just got to concentrate on that team and also just no legs. So I think just Tigers haven't been a team that, um, that are on the same page. And even as players... You know, there's so much leakage there. you just got to concentrate on competing week in, week out. And I think they got beaten by the Cowboys by 70 points there one weekend, and the next weekend they aimed up, you know, they'd knock off Parramatta. They're just too inconsistent. Jareen Buller, they've got some things to build up on, They've got they? some good young talent, you know, Tupo on the left wing, but um, and, and it's attracting attracting big-name players as well. Mm. But even with those players coming through, the younger players, you've got to want to be consistent and play for one another. Mm. I just think they're just too hot and cold as a side, you know. It's like now people just go, oh, Tigers, I'll get the wooden spoon next year. Mm. If I'm at that club and I'm one of those players, I'm training that hard to think, you know what, I'm sick of being down here and have a bit of pride in that jersey. Yeah, and I think Benji having the all to himself. He's yeah. running the show now, right? Yes, he is, yeah. So he needs a bit of time and space for that to happen. The, the fans are more likely to give him that space, aren't they, than other people? I think so. I think, you know, he's earned that right there at the Tigers. And mm. obviously some people didn't like Tim Sheens having, having been moved on. But, look, I think if they're going to go, they've got to go on here with Benji. And I think uh, Benji... Mate, you know, he's given up not so much a lot, but he thinks he can change the culture of the Tigers. Mm, and so, he loves them. It's, they're in his heart. He just competes, mate, and he wants it, mate. You want someone at the helm that wants wants to compete and wants, wants it, that club to be back to where it, where it should be. You're a Red V legend. I mean, uh, the Dragons, they had five wins last year or this season. And uh, what do they look like for 2024? Look, I'm big on Shane Flanagan being there. And I just think, once again, Shane Flanagan is a bloke. You know, when you looked at when he was at the Sharks, he came in and they weren't going that good. And it, within a couple of years, he had them winning and winning a premiership. You've got to let Shane Flanagan coach his way. 
Obviously, he's earned the right to get back there. He's obviously, you know, he's been through a little bit, but you've got to attract the right players. Obviously, Ben Hunt, um, you know, not wanting to be there. All of a sudden, Shane Flanagan talks to him. But also, I just think for the Dragons, they've got to play a, a tough brand of football that the Dragons were synonymous for before the last five, six years. Mm. At the moment, Dragons are just, they're, they're hot and cold. And at the moment, there's no real pride in that red V, you know? Um, mm. So for me, uh, I want the Dragons to do really well this year, but they, they once again, um, you know, some games you'd go, mate, the Dragons are on here, and then all of a sudden they'd, they'd give up, you know, three, four tries. You know, like right. I think against South, uh, there was a game there they gave up four tries in about 15 minutes. Yeah. The Doggies under Cameron Seraldo, seven wins in 2023. They've had uh, the likes of Reed Marnie, um, who else they had, Burton, and yeah. others as well come mate, along. They've got they've 20 had... new players coming this year. And so where do you reckon they're going to finish? Well, look, I think the problem for these guys are um, it, it's where you play those players. I've bought so many utilities, but it's also – when I think about the Bulldogs, it's, it's those young players coming through that uh, the Bulldogs um, sort of culture. So mm. when you played the Bulldogs and you saw what was coming through, you know, the Josh Reynolds back in those days, but they've gone away from that and they're buying outside the club. And I think for me, when I look at the Bulldogs, these players that they've bought, they've got to put them in the right positions. They've, they've bought a lot of utilities. Mm. Steve Crichton, they want to play fullback, but he's a strike centre. You know, you've got someone there like, you know, uh, Bronson Cherry will come back from suspension, who I think will be good for him. But then you've got guys like Connor Tracy, you know, you've got Drew Hutchison. There's a lot of utilities, Kurt Mann. So it's getting those players into the right position, but also just consistently just playing for one another at the moment. They're just so hot and cold. What about the well. Fox? What about the Fox wanting to play, you know, well, getting the, on podcasts, being loose? Well, that's the thing. The thing at the moment, too, is when, like, that's up to Sorelda to get that culture back on track, you know. It's up to him. So, yeah. There you go. We've got no time for the fourth. What, what, who, who, the who? Titans. Titans. Yeah. Oh, well, well, Titans. It's up to Des Hazel. I don't want to talk about Queensland teams, but Des, he's got to do it his way. They're not going to be a top eight side, but they'll get better. Yeah. Care factor on the Titans. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, you just hate Queensland, mate. Yeah. <laughs> not a bad place to go to, you know, to visit, as long as you can come back to Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> We're asking the question, who stayed at your place? Yeah, this is on the back of yesterday I spoke, I spoke about my uh, a mate of mine, Rich. Our daughters do gymnastics together and um, the coaches had said that there's a chance to bill it out. Some of the gymnastics team or the national team, so 20 to 25-year-old uh, Danish gymnasts. Mm. Uh, and so the acrobats were going to come around, come out and stay and he, he said, oh, I'll put my hand up and, and billet them out. He and his wife and uh, then uh, he was expecting he was expecting some sort of like almost <laughs> – European au pair experience mm. yeah. and uh, not experience, but just like just yeah, going through. Yes, he was. Um, yeah. I better just clarify that because yeah. he'll be killing me. Um, <laughs> but uh, but then <laughs> his wife. wife got found out that uh, they were just two young strapping men, uh, Nils, so Nielsen Johan. Well. So mm. she was uh, she was very pleased. But it, it got me thinking about billeting and and those sort of things. I've been billeted out as a young kid playing cricket and um, mm. going to different football tournaments. But I we billeted a young kid. When I was young, and he ended up being a hockey roo for Australia, Craig Victory. He played for the, ho- the hockey roos for for many years. Billeting used to be a thing. Yeah, it was it know? was massive. It, it was, was massive. Uh, no one stayed in hotels. You just yes. went to that school when one or two of you got billeted off and country tournaments. Yeah, it was like awesome. People comes in. What about you? You've been billeted or you? Yeah, you've... Well, I used to love getting because cricket, athletics, and all that. You know, uh, rugby league. But it was funny when we were eight. I talked my mum into a sort of billeting. The old man, not that he wasn't big on it. Anyway, so <laughs> we we billeted. When we were eight, I was under eights, and uh, I was excited too because, you know, I had someone else in, you know, playing. And anyway, he was from Rocky. I was from, you know, Serena Mackay, and I was captain. He was captain. And uh, it was going great. Mate, it was, mate, we're having fun. It was great. And then I, I've got this uncle 
that like he, he'd been to Vietnam as well. So mm. so he used to come and stay over. So in my bedroom, we used to have two beds there, so Michael could sleep in the you know yeah. in that uh, other bed, um, and that was great. But then the problem was that my uncle come home because he'd been to Vietnam and he was, you know, sometimes he'd come and a bit, a bit drunk because he'd, you know, been to war oh, and that. Yeah. And anyway, he didn't understand that we had some, we had a billet. Oh, he didn't know the billet no. was there, oh, so, so he slipped into the bed. Yes, yeah, so my, oh, the billet. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's ate the billet and next minute my uncle, after midnight, has come in. A couple of years. You know who that was? The bloke, he got up, he's crying. It was Anthony Seabold. Oh. We, we, we regularly talk about that. Nothing oh, oh, sort of. No, of course. No, you just no, had no, a little cuddle yeah. with your all, uncle all, all until they worked no, it out. Yeah, no, no. All of a sudden, he's, and the next morning, he called his mum and dad. He wanted to go home. And, yeah, so. Uh, but, yeah, we laugh at that every now and then. Absolutely. Good. Give us a call, one triple three five three. Who stayed at your place? Plenty of callers. Phil. G'day, Phil. How are you, brother? Good afternoon, guys. I'm yeah. great, mate. Now, now who stayed at your place? Mate, back in about 81, I was into the baseball team playing for Auburn Orioles, and um, the Baltimore Orioles sent out a team from the States. Mm. It was a big thing in the baseball world at the time, and we builded it out, three of their players. Mm. Um, and I was only about 19 at the time, and so we decided to take them down to the local Auburn, what used to be the Auburn Baseball Club, mm. and we sort of kind of brought them undone, mate. They're not used to the amount of alcohol levels. <laughs> Oh. In our beers. Yeah. <laughs> and so after an all-nighter, they rocked up at the training uh, next day and um, everyone got their backsides kicked pretty much. <laughs> we all got dragged through the coals because these guys were wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you sound like an absolute... No, I'm taking them on the steer. Look out. Let's go. Thank you, go to Mark. How are you, Mark? Hello, Hello Mark. Hello, guys. How are you? How are you? Yeah, really well, hey, mate. Mark. Who stayed at your place? Uh, Sean Garlic. Oh, Garlo Pie. Oh, yeah, he's going oh, yeah. right now, Garlo. How'd that come about, yeah. mate? Just footy in that? Yeah, just footy. I was playing for Tune Gabby at the time, and, um, yeah, he would have been down in, well, out South Sydney way or wherever he was brought up. And, yeah, yeah we was through school or something, and, um, yeah, I drew him out, and he stayed at my place for about three or four nights or something, nearly a week, and, um, yeah, my brother always ribbed me now. He goes, you should have learned something off him. <laughs> well, he was one of the he was a few players that actually played for the Roosters and, and the yeah. and the Rabbitohs and mm. were loved by both sets of fans. That's and right, I yeah. think you might have captained both clubs as well. Yeah, so. love Brian Fletcher. Good man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Fletch. Fletch. oh, yeah, Grant. Let's go to Grant. How you going, mate? Oh, good, guys. How are you? Really good, well. mate. Got to tell us, mate. Who stayed at your place? We had the late, great Tommy Radonikas stay at our place in the early 80s. What? Oh, Tommy. How did that come about? Yeah, so, so Dad was a, a coach of uh, the Lithgow Street Bradbury Boys uh, back in the day, and Tommy was a close friend, and uh, their presentation night, uh, Tommy was uh, at the presentation, and uh, him and my dad went on a bender at Bradbury Pub, and uh, we ended up with a lot of vomit in the pool, and my mum going absolutely ballistic at them the next day. I, to, I imagine that. It'd be hard to go with Tommy. Oh. You know what I might yeah, beer Tommy, from beer yeah, with Tommy, that would go. be chunder in the pool time. Yeah, well, Tommy and Artie beats him. They used to do a lot of good Whoa. stuff on the road together. They, were yeah. like, they originally started those sportsman's talks and all those Two stuff. absolute yeah. legends. Thank you for all the calls we couldn't get to as well. Uh, you're all getting yourselves a hand, and we'll continue that tomorrow. Welcome back to the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Let's talk to this man. Yeah, for all your tech needs, go to eftm.com, everythingforthemancom Trevor Long is on the line. G'day, brother. How are you? 
Jassy, very well, mate. Good on you. It's a Scam Awareness Week, and we know scam scammers now are getting smarter and smarter. What do we need to look out for? We need to look out for everything, and that's my biggest worry now. I, I feel like we did a good job educating uh, Australians, and we started to really learn what a scam was, but you know what, the scammers have just been armed with great tools this year with artificial intelligence, and it's it's once again really hard to spot them. So we need to be ever vigilant in the in the common areas, like on your email and those random text messages. But phone calls are going to get more troubling in my mind because they're going to sound familiar. We're going to hear voices we might be familiar with, whether it's a loved one or a, a well-known person. They're going to be on the other end of the phone and and you might question whether or not that's really them and that's what you need to do. You need to question everything because the biggest risk is that you react. You you get scared or worried and those things drive you, whether it's the worry over someone's safety or your money. Someone's Someone's charged your credit card. Someone's got money out of your bank. Those things scare you and make you react and you can't react fast. That's where they hook you. Travis, speaking of money, I mean, Telstra is asking and folks to get faster speeds and network priority. What is all this about? Yeah, I'm really torn on this one, I'll be honest, because the idea that, you know, you're on the city circle trains every day and you just know that it's so busy and you just don't get great speeds. Mm. But, hey, for 10 bucks a month, you can get priority on the network. So there could be a train full of Telstra customers and you get priority because you're paying the extra to be at the front of the queue. Very cool idea. It's uh, 10 bucks a month as opposed to $5 an hour for Optus when their network is working. And <laughs> uh, that's great. But what about everyone else? Mm. Like, I, I just worry that we're creating a bit of a haves and have nots kind of society, even though all these people have stumped up to be Telstra customers, which we know is a premium price. And some of them might not be getting the, the full beans of service. So good for some. I'm not sure it's great mm. for everyone. Mm. Well, Trevor, it is Christmas time, mate. What's your top tech pick, mate? Yeah, I love I love sound. I love speakers and headphones. It's a great way to get to to give the gift of kind of music or podcast to people because you know someone loves it. So there are great options out there these days. There's always new stuff coming, um, so you can't go wrong with with sound. If you've got a bit of coin um, and you're thinking about your partner or someone in your family, don't look past the old robots. There's plenty of good robots, vacuums, lawnmowers, those kind of things that are pretty cool. What do you mean robots? Oh, hang on, I can't. Hold on. Life of robot vacuum, surely. What, robot, for the, for the, for the, no, no. For the you, bedroom? You, <laughs> what? A robot vacuum oh. is a good gift for anyone because you're saying, listen, I got, I got this. I'll take care of it. And you don't have to. That's the great thing. I'm given the gift of no more vacuuming for anyone. How, how much? How, how much does yeah. a robot cost? But you could spend between five hundred and two and a half. Okay. The more you spend, the better they are. <laughs> That's what they say. Thank you so much, Trev. It's really good to hear from you, mate, and have a merry, merry Christmas. No worries. Have a Christmas, Cheers, Chrissy boys. For yes. all your tech needs, go to eftm.com. Everything for the man.com. Trevor Long, an absolute ripper. Happy, happy days. Tomorrow, more hams to give away. Plus, we're all going to give you the stingiest bosses in Australia coming up to Christmas time. So see everyone tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Can't wait. See you tomorrow, See everyone. you, Jude. See you, Del. Later, guys. Get home safe, everyone. God bless. <laughs> the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from 4 on Triple M.